0: Welcome to Arts Week. I'm your host, Candy Hammond, and my guest today is writer, performer, teacher, and jewelry maker, Christine Ernst. You have a lot of superlatives before you, right? Um, before we talk, though, I just wanted to mention a couple of events that are coming up. Orleans is having its very first holiday stroll on Friday the 15th from 4 to 8, and it should be great fun. You can go to all the shops. They'll be open and having specials and holiday gift ideas, and you can even enjoy some Christmas treats while you shop. So that's this Friday from 4 till 8. Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella is currently running at the Academy Playhouse in Orleans through the 23rd. So get your tickets and you can get those at academyplayhouse.org. And lastly, on Friday the 15th, Wellfleet Preservation Hall presents Eleanor and Dario in Noche, I'm going to butcher this, Noche de Paz Lobla Holiday Concert. A feel good concert of spirited songs in French, Spanish, Portuguese, and English. The multi instrumental New York City based couple plays guitar, cello, percussion, and sings. This is an event for all ages who enjoy original music, beloved classics, and holiday favorites from around the world. Festive treats and holiday drinks will also be available. And you can get tickets at wealthypreservationhall.org. Okay. So thank you, Christine, for coming in. We we talked a few weeks ago um, about your <coughs> one women shows. And I still I can't get over the fact that they courage you did four of these holiday shows between the cultural center mm-hmm. and what? I did. And gosh. Yeah. And then I just saw you last weekend at Yule for Fuel. Mm-hmm. You must need to take a nap, I would think. <laughs> it's fun. Do you oh, find
1: you just froze, Candy? I just missed that. You just oh. you for just froze on my screen. What did you say?
0: Oh, okay. No, I said you must need a nap desperately.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I always need a nap, <laughs> but I never take one because um I'm too busy and um I uh, I I don't have an I don't know I, I I'm pretty I'm trying to... I'm working on my self care mm-hmm. and um, I have to earn a nap basically by like, I don't know, painting the exterior of the house or <laughs> trimming all the shrubs or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I can relate, which is why, you know, when I saw you, um, you know, last week, and I was, I was just thinking about, again, how prolific a writer you are and all of you, that you do. And 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 it's going to, I don't mean to so sound self-aggrandizing. I mean, people say the same thing to me a lot that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you're so disciplined. You're so this. <laughs> and, you know, and I do have a pretty great output. I think I've written four novels since 2020 or something in uh-huh. a full length play and a short play. But as I was joking with you at Yule for Fuel, it's like, you know, Disciplined, compulsive, I don't know, potato, potato. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I I relate. I don't know. Yeah. Be, we accomplish it, a lot. Um sometimes sometimes there's a great cost. Um mm-hmm. so I'm trying trying to write the balance. I mean like the yeah. trying to keep it in perspective and also trying to streamline the process a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, it's um, you know, and I guess what got me thinking, you know, about this conversation that I wanted to have with you is as to disciplined people who try to accomplish a lot, um, about, you know, we're coming into a new year, which is always traditionally kind of a time that people start Mm. new routines and new habits and set goals and all of that. And, and I thought, you know, maybe it would be interesting to talk to people that, you know, maybe it's not a writing practice that you want to start, but maybe it's a yoga practice or you want to, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Make sure you walk every day, you know, whatever it is that, uh, because I think all the rules kind of apply to most of those things within Mm -hmm. reason. And um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, what, and I think what really struck me was you just recently hit um, 52 weeks in a row, a year (laughs) of putting up these wonderful videos that you've been doing. And, um, And for anybody that hasn't tuned in, um, you definitely have to listen. You can subscribe on your YouTube channel, which is... Mm-hmm.
1: Christine is, Ernst, F-A-C-B.
0: Okay. So my you channel. can subscribe and a new one will drop on you every single week. And <laughs> But that's such a huge accomplishment, Christine. I mean, when you started that, did you have the intention of uh, doing uh, it for, you know, getting that year or...
1: Well, I I had talked about it for a long time because I've I've been mm-hmm. performing for so long, and I have a lot of people who will say, "Oh, I missed that show. Do you have a recording of it somewhere?" And and I had a few like whole shows recorded, but mm-hmm. that's a big commitment. And I and yeah. I have people tell me, "Oh, I just love that particular piece. I wish I could hear it. Would you record it?" I'm like, "Oh, I should do that. I'm going to mm. do that." And I talked about it. Oh, I don't know, on and off for maybe a decade, and then. <laughs> um, Last because year, we are
0: I, disciplined. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sort of discipline, but, um, <laughs> but because, because I had heard myself say it so often, Oh, I, I'm, I'm planning on recording something. And um, last year when I performed for Yule for Fuel, um, uh, I had a, a few friends who were not able to hear that. And I sort of said, well, you know what, I'm, I'm going to record it. I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know anything about YouTube or, and I, I, I did it and I put it up on Facebook I recorded my Yule for fuel piece um and it got some lovely traction and i i decided i'm i'm just i'm gonna do this every week and simply by stating to mm. a public however tiny it was at the time still it's still pretty small but um but it it became i don't know sort of like a like a promise not and not just to myself. And I, I also had a large body of work, and I had a lot of yeah. sort of greatest hits. So I spent the first seven or eight months just performing all, like my favorite pieces. Um, hmm. And and they would they would apply seasonally, or they would or the, or something would happen in the week that would remind me of this favorite piece that I'd like to perform. Um, I also teach a class on Saturday mornings. Um, it's a hmm. writing gym for, just for women, and I write something for that every week. And wow. late this year, around September, I realized, wait a minute, I'm <laughs> writing something new every week. And then I and then I was beginning to beat myself up going through my archive. Like, did I do this one already? Mm-hmm. Could I rehash? Could I re-edit this one? So I combined the thing that I that I I use in my writing gym as sort of a meditation mm-hmm. to pull some writing prompts and, and, and build two hours of writing practice around. Um, I decided that that would be the piece that I would record immediately after the writing gym. Uh-huh. So it's streamlined that practice, but it's become, it is um, kind of unexpectedly and delightfully for me really shaped my writing practice. Hmm. Um, it's, it's, it was, I was, I always write, I'm always writing about something cause I always have to explain something to myself.
0: Hmm. Um, I like often- that. That's that you need to explain it to yourself. It's not that oh. you need to share it necessarily. Oh, but I better not that- share all of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but a lot of it, I, like I'll, I'll finish like, wow, this this thing in the news is really troubling me. This thing that happened with this friend is really troubling me. This thing that happened at work is really troubling me. So I would always use writing. I, I always mm-hmm. imagine it as taking something off of the hard drive in my head and putting it on mm-hmm. a page, which frees mm-hmm. up some space in my head, but also yeah. kind of creates, codifies a document. I don't have to, un- I don't have to, disremember it or I don't have to get the facts straight again. I like, like it's, it is somehow safer and, and less weighty on a page. Mm. And very often I find that what I've written might help someone else or might, might be a tool to connect with someone else. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I'm I'm never sure what I'm going to write about at, at the top of the week and usually around tuesday or wednesday i'll have an inkling if it's mm-hmm. not there by thursday or friday i'll start to panic mm-hmm. but that's also i don't know maybe you experience it too like a deadline there's nothing like a deadline oh to,
0: god yes yeah to produce yeah. your
1: best work um mm-hmm. or, or to produce solid work so mm-hmm. um not that all of them are home runs but um but i it's oh it's it's so satisfying to mm-hmm it's oh it's a it's a it's, it's sort of magical um the, the process of writing the process of storytelling hmm. um finding meaning in something in your trip to cvs um because it's there hmm. trust me it is there um it, so many of my writers come to my gym with like convinced that their story is not valuable hmm. um, and their story has no meaning and their story doesn't need to be told it's so mundane it's so boring and my question is almost always, "Did you go to CVS this week?" Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. Well, what did you get? I got some hairspray. Oh, what kind of hairspray? Well, this brand. Well, why that brand? Was what, what does it do to your hair? Uh, it does this. Did, have you always had this haircut? And then it just unspools and builds and builds. Mm. Mm. Not that every trip to CVS is uh, mm-hmm. magical, but yeah. um, we forget, and we're not, we're not, we're not ever looking for meaning in that way, I guess. Um mm-hmm. so i I'm always looking for it, which helps which helps my writing and and has helped me um this this having to write something towards something every Saturday mm-hmm. has created sort of this like I feel like I'm a detective all the time,
0: yeah, well, I was gonna just gonna say you know- be, because i also i practice mindfulness, and this seems like it's a way to also live a lot more consciously that you're always looking for like what is happening uh, around you mm. that is noteworthy and, mm. and it just maybe makes you a little more awake. And uh,
1: I think so. Well, I think because like we're both writers, so we both, right. we both for whatever reason, for me, it was, it was a um, kind of an unhappy childhood, which made me an acute observer because mm-hmm. I grew up, feeling like nothing could ever go wrong. And I had to fix everything. I don't know if you're a fixer Mm. out there, you might relate. Oh Oh, yeah. This is is a, and this is, there are a lot of women like this. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like it's my responsibility to make everybody happy, but it Mm -hmm. also turns you into a a keen observer of everything around you. Um, Mm -hmm. And until I, and for so long, it was negative stuff. It was like a keen observer. And I would, I would focus on not good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, In the past, Oh, 20 years, I guess. Well, since I got cancer was when I began to observe, um, (laughs) needing to observe not horrifying stuff Mm -hmm. um, and, and looking for the beauty in the mundane, the exhilarating in the everyday.
0: um, Mm -hmm.
1: And there's almost, I don't know, there's not a day goes by when when something like I note something wonderful, like right now I'm sitting here in my cottage and there's a black squirrel <laughs> playing in the, in the leaves. And, um, Aww. and I've, I've watched her in the past couple of years and she just delights me. And I'm I, not that I'm going to write about her, but like, mm-hmm. just thrilling to watch her.
0: Mm-hmm. No, those moments. I mean, that's a big part of, um, a daily practice of people are you know looking for things. I, I think it was during COVID I started a gratitude journal and that would be something I do. I write five things I'm grateful for and one thing that delighted me
1: ah. every day. And oh, so mm-hmm.
0: it you know, and that's the last thing I do before I go to bed. And I think that there is something that you are you turn on the observer in you that is always you're looking and, you know, when I, a dog comes running up to me as I'm walking down the street or something, and it's really super cute. And I think to myself, oh, is this going to be my delightful moment today?
1: Or is <laughs> oh, then, then, you, then you might end up with more one more than one delightful moment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> For me, it, no. was, it was having to learn to be an optimistic observer. And not mm. like like I am always stealed for the I'm I'm really good at worst case scenario land. Oh,
0: me too. Yeah,
1: I am I am someone who can who can catastrophize like no one else, um, yeah. but I've become much better at, um, not borrowing trouble and um and mm-hmm. looking for, for um I don't know the tr- the transport of the the um I don't know it uh, I don't want to say spiritual or mystical but there is there is always a little ecstasy in Mm -hmm. the everyday
0: yes definitely Mm -hmm. for anybody who's just tuning in you're listening to arts week on womr and i'm talking today with writer and performer and as i said jewelry maker and (laughs) (laughs) a myriad of other things christine ernst um -hmm. so what is do you try to write as we Try to encourage other people to find a practice in something. Do you write mm-hmm. every day? Do you set aside time? Do you have a certain time? Do you have a? I know you've got your, as you call it, your cozy writing cottage. Is that mm-hmm. always your place to write?
1: And- um, almost always, except mm-hmm. on the coldest days. It's a, it's an old, it's a tool shed um, mm-hmm. with a space heater in it, and it's. Um, I have. I say I would say it's quite lovely and beautiful. Very cozy and- looking. Yeah, you have to come and have. Yeah. Have a cup of tea in here with me it's um mm-hmm. um so so it is I, I live in an 800 square foot house with two other people so um wow. we all we all have our private spaces yeah my husband has a sculpture studio and a jewelry studio as well as well as the cozy cottage and um so i i um i i write every wednesday thursday friday saturday okay. um and then sunday monday tuesday well i i write sometimes write on those days too but um sunday monday tuesday i get to clean my house and rearrange furniture um mm-hmm. i also hammer a lot of jewelry, but i like the momentum of kind of gathering information sunday monday tuesday mm-hmm. wondering what i might write about mm-hmm. and then starting to sort of put the puzzle together um wednesday thursday friday saturday mm-hmm. so sometimes i'm writing my t- my class starts at 9 and i'm often if 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 the brick hasn't fallen in my lap by then i'm often out here at 6 a.m. um typing away to to mm-hmm. find the the four paragraphs or three paragraphs mm-hmm. that morning. Um, did the participants
0: in your writing gym say the same thing that having this deadline of having to bring something to share on uh, Saturdays helps them um, too?
1: The writing gym, there's no expectation in the writing gym. The, oh, they're, okay. they're, they're, it's only for women. Everyone is invited to read a single page before class begins and maybe two or three people will do that. The homework that I send out the week before is is optional, um, and the writing gym is just is just that. It's simply a place to become limber, um, mm-hmm. and to practice writing and to build a writing practice. So, I mean, that too has created a lot of habit in my life. Like, mm-hmm. like teaching a class every week, and I've been doing it for thirteen or fourteen years at this point. So, mm-hmm. and, and and one of our mottos is every damn Saturday, and it is almost almost every Saturday. There's been once or twice when I've been here all alone, <laughs> oh. um, but it's normally five or six, five or six of us writing together for two hours. Um, mm. And it's it's um the, the rule. There, well, there there are two rules. You can't ever apologize, mm. and you have to try to keep your pen moving or your fingers typing. Um, so we we mm. get we get all messed up when we overthink, when we try to make it precious, when we try to make it beautiful. The writing gym is not about publishing anything. It's really just about filling up pages and sharing and getting comfortable with sharing your story. Mm-hmm. And your story could be autobiographical. It could be fiction. It, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's simply whatever, whatever your tale is to tell is encouraged and uh, hopefully blooms in that environment. Mm-hmm. So if you're a woman out there, um, hit me up, Christine Ernst writer at gmail.com. Um, most of us are 50 plus and, um, It's it's never not funny. It's never not beautiful. And I is this in
0: person or is it online? It's on Zoom. It's it's on on Zoom. Zoom. So anybody, anywhere can join in
1: California. Yep. Everybody's in Florida. Um, Mm. There's a rotating list of about 80 women. And on any given Saturday, it's it's four or six or ten of us writing together.
0: Mm. And do you share at the end if if Um, people choose to or.
1: We share throughout. Um, you start we start with very short prompts and then move on to longer prompts. And in between each one, everyone is invited to share what they've written. Um I was gonna ask
0: you if you use writing prompts. Okay. So like what yeah, would be what would be a, like a typical prompt of something that
1: so um so this so this past Saturday I used a draft of what I read at Yule for Fuel. Okay. Um, and wherein I turned the nativity story into a cheesy Christmas movie. Um <laughs> it was and then, great. so so I took words from that. I just took Arbitrary okay. prompts, um, the donkey in the manger, the animals that could talk, um, the three kings. And you write you write for one minute on three kings, write for two minutes on cow, write for 10 minutes now on uh, a gift you brought to a baby. So mm-hmm. and the, actually, the, the prompts are just a framework. You can ignore the prompts. You end up writing about mm-hmm. what you need to write about. Mm-hmm. And then in between each prompt we read, this is as much telling your story sharing your story effectively is as much about writing and reading as it is about receiving and listening mm-hmm. because you' and that's the whole point your story you're not a unicorn your story is not isolated um we are connected by our stories mm-hmm. and where we where we <clears throat> go wrong is when we don't listen or we, or we assume our story is unique and almost always that's uniquely awful or uniquely <laughs> invisible or uniquely yeah. meaningless. Um. Oh man. I, 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 it's, it's beautiful to see a, a, a new writer, a, a woman who's you can tell like has lived her life in silence and she comes to the, she comes to the gym kind of courageously. Like maybe someone's mm-hmm. gifted it to her. It costs $20 a class. You can buy a six pack for a hundred dollars and track it yourself. Um, to see them to see them come and to start sharing their story and to see them bloom is mm-hmm. to see them suddenly value their story enough to put it on a piece of paper is is a sublime act mm. of courage.
0: Mm hmm. No, I would think I especially with older women in particular that. Um, oh, you
1: know, well, yeah, well, let's go back to why we can't take naps, man. Yeah, there's, right. There are, I mean, every one of us, so many of you women listening right now, you could write a book about that. I bet you could yeah. write a book about how you did the laundry or did the dishes in the sink or went and got the groceries instead of taking a nap. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know, So like developing practices and habits mm-hmm. like I like. Oh, I'm a, I'm a good talker. <laughs>
0: I can, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I mean, I do the same thing. And, you know, when I am in the middle of, or when I'm starting a project like a book or a play, or um, I learned this from a writing workshop I took years and years ago with Claire Cook at the Cla- Cape Cod Writer mm-hmm. Center. And um, it's two pages a day, which is mm-hmm. so doable. And mm-hmm. because... I don't know. I would always read about people like Stephen King that, you know, they, they, you know, he keeps like real office hours, like nine to five. He's in his studio or his office, whatever. And he
1: has a muse that also keeps those hours. Yes.
0: (laughs) I can't do that. And um, I have kind of a couple of hour attention span. But the thing is, you know, and again, it doesn't just have to be about writing, You know, it could be that, you know, make sure you're, you're doing, you know, set a schedule for, you know, you want to start doing yoga. And, you know, so, you know, give yourself some framework, but for me, mm-hmm. just that two pages, and I'm also kind of, this is where the uh, disciplined slash compulsive, I keep track of my word count in my notes app <laughs> on my phone. And I, um, and i date it and mm-hmm. you know and it just make it satisfying to see those numbers increase you know oh, tick
1: up like, yep I'll and it
0: is. doing it that way you have a first draft in about four five months
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um but mm-hmm. you know and again you know and i've interviewed claire about this and she said you know, there are people that will say to her, but yeah, but no, it's like, I need, you know, I can write like 10,000 words and, you know, not, I don't want to stop. And she's like, yeah, but what happens the next day mm-hmm. and the day after that? Because a lot of times, you know, we fall off of these projects and oh, because sure. it's yeah. like, oh, well, I did that four days ago. So, you know, I'm good for now. And, oh, and that, especially-
1: that's, how I, that's how I rationalize. Oh, I did an extra mile on the treadmill on Monday. <laughs> therefore, I can slack off on Tuesday or maybe just skip altogether. Yeah. I'm, it's good to talk about it. It's good to verbalize these statements. So, like, mm-hmm. so, it, so I, I never would have been recording. I, I never would have gotten to be re- to record a piece every week if I hadn't said out loud in public, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this weekly. Exactly. So I'm going to say right now, cause I've been talking about it for uh, for two or three years now, I have two books in the works and I need to finish yeah. them in 2024. Yay! Um, one is one is on establishing a writing practice ironic mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> um and one is uh sort of a a big right now a giant unwieldy autobiography called Magna Mater it's sort of all the work that of it's it, it it is a big mother and we'll we'll see what happens with that i have a lot of wow. editing to do but...
0: you have a lot of material you've been, um... i do
1: i do and it's not all gold sadly <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed to learn no it's yeah. um it's neat to go back through the archive um yeah. and it's also yeah. it's satisfying and it also allows i don't know I, yeah we have to give ourselves some credit i mean we're bad at mm-hmm. that too so it's yes like it's a nap or credit or self-care call it what you will but mm-hmm. um like like establishing habits like this or making these promises to yourself or to the public mm-hmm. Um, or to a loved one. It makes other things possible. Mm-hmm. So and, um, in 2021, at the top of the year, I just decided I didn't want to drink anymore. Mm. And I just didn't like how I was feeling. And I was mm-hmm. just noticing that I was not feeling great in the morning. Like, oh, I had a cocktail last night, or I had a cocktail and a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, And I thought it would be difficult. And it was so easy. That's great, and, and mostly I was worried about what people would think. Oh, Christine's here. She doesn't drink. Let's find yes. out ginger ale. as a, as a
0: non-drinker, I uh, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs>
1: I was I was nervous about that, and it was so it was such a non thing. Yeah. Um. But in doing that, and like, look, I'm I'm not drinking, and here it is six months later. Like, what mm-hmm. what else can I decide yeah. to not do or do?
0: Do you think? I mean, I'm a big one for streaks. I love a streak. Like that's what like that will motivate <laughs> oh, yeah. me for my writing. I'm I like gave
1: six hundred and something on Wordle. <laughs> oh, that's great.
0: No, I love it. I did that with. Um, I gave up sugar um, a year ago. It's hard to do. Um, it is hard to do because it's in freaking everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you know, and I've really basically gone plant based, and you know. Kind of, you know, that annoying person that tries to not yeah. talk about the fact that like, oh yes, I'm a vegetarian and I don't oh, eat no. sugar and I don't eat hyper profit overly processed food or whatever. <laughs> but, um well, but anyway, no, it's um, you don't but lead a lot with times, No, I don't lead with it. No. <laughs> but I work it in. No, it's okay. I really, I try not to ever. Oh, that She's about so it.
1: virtuous. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. She's so annoying. No, no. But I think that um, I think that was such good advice as we wind down here in the last couple of minutes is that, um, you know, figuring out what it is to you for you that you want to to set an intention for in the upcoming mm-hmm. year and then saying it out loud. And I think mm-hmm. that does hold your feet to the fire a little bit. Yep. And um,
1: no one else and is then- going to do it for you.
0: Exactly, and not beating yourself up if you mm-hmm. fall off a bit, and you just get right back on that horse, and you mm-hmm. keep doing it again. But there is something so gratifying about feeling like you're deserving of this time to pursue mm. whatever it is, whatever habit or new, you know, thing. Whether it's, I think. Like not drinking, or you know, that you know, starting to meditate, or a writing practice, or you know, mm-hmm. making pottery, whatever. Making it your is. bed. Making your bed. Oh, yes, that's Holding oh, oh, your one. bath
1: towel in a certain way. I mean, there's like yeah. to start small.
0: Yes, yes. No, I think that that's that's a really good place to um, to end because I think so many of us feel like you know, it's like all right, I have to write a book this year or oh. I have to, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, it's it can be something band. as simple as making your bet every day mm-hmm. and see how that Make makes you bed. feel. And then align well, it,
1: see what happens. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I hope that, you know, in this, you know, meandering conversation, maybe we've given people some motivation <laughs> and some you know, some hope at setting goals. If people, again, give people your um, info of how to get in touch with you one last time. Oh, you can,
1: uh, you can anyone reach out at Christine Ernst writer at gmail.com. You can uh, find me on YouTube at Christine Ernst FACB. You can find me on Facebook. All of my videos there are public. So you can look at Christine Ernst on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram fat ass cancer, bitch on Insta. Um, and my, my jewelry website as well, spoonandhammerstudio.com, where I hammer words into metal, which is also a kind of
0: writing <laughs> a
1: little, takes a little longer.
0: <laughs> no, it's, they're beautiful. And, I and always encourage come, people to look at Come them. to
1: the cottage and have a cup of coffee or a cup yeah. of tea with me. I, yeah. I love the conversation and I want to hear your story.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank and you. And I'll make it's-
1: you tell me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much. And um, oh, I hope candy. we've given people some ideas. And um, we'll look forward to seeing you next time on our Oh, Thanks,
1: Candy. Happy bye. holidays, my friend. Happy I'll see holidays you very to you, too. Okay. Bye bye.